Hey mama, and welcome to the Lovely Life Podcast. I'm Amy, a wife, mother, and registered nurse turned spiritual entrepreneur who learned the hard way the detrimental effects of living out of alignment with who you truly are. It is now my deepest passion to build awareness for women everywhere that anxiety and overwhelm does not have to be the driver of your motherhood journey. It is my mission to empower you that you can do it all by letting go of the shoulds, letting go of the control, and becoming a master of trust and of your own energy. It is my sincerest belief that every woman was put on this earth to do incredible things, no matter what that looks or feels like for her. Join me as I share more about my personal experience with all things motherhood, spiritual growth, and human design, and how I am using it all to help not only myself, but women just like me take back their peace and power in their life, career, and relationships. Let's do this, Mama. Recording. Yay. Welcome, Rachel, to the podcast. I'm so excited. I know, me too. It's so nice to chat. And I'm so proud of you for having this and setting it up and just making this a reality because I feel like it's so you. And I'm just so proud of you. So, we just start us off with a tearjerker. My goodness. Thank you. I received that. Yay. (laughs) Um, So, first things first, to everyone listening, if you hear background noise, I do have my my baby right next to me. So we're going to wing this. Um, luckily, we're all mothers here, most of us here. So you get it, but we're going to roll with it. So I am so excited to have you, Rachel. I'm so excited to have this chat and to have a really honest discussion um, just about all things motherhood and to talk about the journey that you've been on these last few years. So to kick things off, for those of that don't know you, um, can you share just a little bit about you and uh, a little bit about your background, your family, all that jazz? Okay, so I don't know how far back you want me to go, <laughs> but I do have two kids, one who's 14, he just turned 14 in November, and then one who just turned a year in October. Um, and I was a single mom for a very long time. I went to college when I was about 21, um, went to school for six years, got a degree in ultrasound, my job, um, and then COVID hit and I went out and I had my baby. So once I was supposed to go back, I made the decision not to, um, my son is just always really, He's, I don't know, really needed me to be home more. And that was always a huge, huge drive for me to like do something from home so I could be there with him. He was home a lot alone during COVID with like school doing Zoom. And I just, it broke my heart because he's the type who cannot just sit there and be alone. Yeah. It really messes with your mental health. Like, mm-hmm. I think everybody kind of struggled with that. And I know a lot of kids who did um, during COVID and had to do Zoom and didn't see their friends. So that was like a huge motivator for me. And then 
obviously when you have a little one, six to eight weeks for sure is not long enough. And then the people who don't get paid family leave, like I feel so bad. Like that is so soon to have to go back after having a baby. So <laughs> I was so grateful that like it worked out. My husband, he's amazing. So supportive. Um, he definitely worked so hard and kind of made it possible for me to even do this. But mm-hmm. I have always toyed with the idea of doing a job that has to do with home decor. Um, it's always been a passion of mine, kind of slightly obsessed. Like when I do that stuff, I'm like in the zone. Yeah. Love it. Like I could do it all day long. Mm-hmm. And I feel like staging homes to for that were going up for sale. Like I always had something in my mind in terms of like wanting to do, I don't know. I just didn't know exactly what it was. My mother-in-law actually is the one who brought up the furniture thing. And I kind of like went back and forth, but I was like, you know what? Like, what do I have to lose? Mm -hmm. So I was like, all right. Like I talked to my husband and I was like, what should we name this business? And he's actually the one who came up with the name. Oh my God. We live in a log cabin. So Mm -hmm. I just like, and we live like amongst a ton of trees. And I just, I love like trees, nature, all of the things. So I just wanted something like outdoorsy kind of name. I don't know how to describe yeah. it, but Rusty. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's it. That's the name. But of course I had to make sure nobody else had that name. And luckily, like that's what it is. And that's where it began. And I might've been a little ambitious when I first started this because I was like, okay, like let's get all of the pieces that want, need some love. Like <laughs> my husband wanted to probably murder me because everything ended up in the garage and he just has a ton of stuff in there too. And that's like yeah. his kind of space. So we eventually moved the first floor gym down to the basement and that's where I work out of now, which is just like a spare room. Um, but it's, it does the job. For now, it's big enough, but it's cr- like crunch because I have so much furniture in there. Yeah. <laughs> I can't help it. If I see something like I, and if it's free, like if somebody's giving away for free, that's even better. Um, So yeah, that's where it started. But I'm just trying to think of like how I got this going. I worked on my first piece and it took me so long. I started to get very discouraged because I was just like, okay, like if every piece is going to take me this long, then like, how am I ever going to get anywhere? But it was a learning curve for sure. And part of it's like having OCD. I just like wanted it to be perfect. Yeah. And it was like the littlest thing I wanted to fix it. And my husband's like, you can't, like you're a human. It's not going to be manufactured. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I've definitely overcome some things. I've had to learn a bunch so far. So this, I feel like I, announced this like end of June, mm-hmm. of July. And Riley was smaller. So she was a lot easier to just, you know, put in a pack and play for a little while or keep her occupied, but it is getting harder. Yeah. I have to say. So unless she naps well, or at nighttime after my husband comes home and we have dinner, it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I really wanted to pause and like really recognize her as like, okay, so one of the things that people don't know, or maybe you touched on it, but you worked in ultrasound. So something that I feel like you and I 
connected on very early is that we both worked in the healthcare field. However, we met, um, so you were working as an ultrasound tech, but like you always talked about this passion that you had for your home and decor. And, you know, it was just very apparent that this was really like what you were passionate yeah. about. However, you had that job, you had worked so hard to become an ultrasound tech and yeah. to have that job. And I can relate so deeply to that. And I'm sure so many other women out there can relate to that where you work so hard, so long to get to this level, to get to, you know, that job, that career. And then you get in it and it's, you know, for you, you had, you know, something kind of just something got in your way, right? You know, COVID happened, which again, so many people probably can relate to that where they were had to, were forced with a choice, but also um, it seems to be that it kind of also was an opportunity for you to kind of, so what was that really like though? Like when you had to step back from ultrasound and you were home and you were a new mom again, like what kind of was going through your mind then about like the, like what's next kind of a thing? kind of a thing honestly I was terrified yeah. <laughs> terrified like spent many sleepless nights I feel like sorry I feel like I'm gonna get emotional oh. just because I spent so many years working towards this goal and I did but honestly like I love ultrasound and mm-hmm. still do but I just feel like I worked so hard towards that job and it was a secure job. So like being a single mom, like I needed to make sure I could provide for my son mm-hmm. and not have any like kind of hardships financially. And I just like, I just didn't want to struggle like at all. And so I did that. And then when COVID happened and I went out for my daughter. The thought of not going back to work was terrifying because I was used to making a certain income. I was, you know, used to the lifestyle we lived and I was used to just being able to go and buy whatever I wanted and not really think about it, like within reason, you know. And so the thought of being a new mom again to a little one and then having to like be on a super strict budget for myself um Mm -hmm. was scary because I'm like giving up this lifestyle like it's your like your livelihood you Mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. but it didn't seem there was other reasons but it just didn't seem like feasible to go back to that job in particular, especially since my um, commute was like two hours, you know, almost an hour each way. That takes up a ton of time out of your day from your kids. And as moms, we know that like that time is so precious. Obviously, you know, kids don't get any younger. They grow so fast. Um, And to like lose out on that time with them was really also scary. Like in and, and my son needing me and just really needing me to be home more. I just, I don't know. It just kind of was a blessing in disguise, like you said. So if the COVID thing didn't happen and I probably, I would have went, went back to work probably, honestly, for part time. But with everything that happened, 
it led me to what I'm doing now. It was a true blessing. This is like truly what I'm passionate about. I want it to lead me to like so many other places. I don't think I would have had the courage to do this. Like if it hadn't been for COVID and all of the things, like I definitely never would have. Mm -mm. Yeah. I would have stayed with my comfort zone. I would have stayed with my job. I would have stayed with where I'm making decent money. And that's not to say that I won't eventually, but it takes time to build a business. It takes time to get your footing and just figure out like how to do, you know, what you're passionate about and do the business and also, you know, make decent money. Like mm-hmm. we all need to like yeah. some money. <laughs> Absolutely. I know. But, you know, I've heard uh, just the other day, one of my mentors talked about, we were chatting about our stories and she said how you, someone told her how you never want to rob someone of their rock bottom. But I also, I I do agree with that. I don't think you necessarily always have to have a rock bottom in order to pivot and change. But I do think a lot of us essentially do need those, you know, those, those turning points, those, those hard times to cause us to pause and reflect and and really kind of even just get honest with ourselves of like, what do I really want? And how often do we even yeah. pause to ask those questions? But the other thing yeah. too, I, I feel is so important is you never want to rob someone of being a beginner. And I, I can speak to that so much with just this, this, this past year of starting this, my business as a, you know, my new business as a, as a life coach, it's like, I learned so much this year. And I really had to, you know, even though I had had been in entrepreneurship and um, had a business for years prior, this still was like a whole new chapter. This still was a whole new ball game. And I really had to humble myself and allow myself to learn and immerse myself in the newness of this. And I think it's so important. We learned so many important lessons in, um, in doing that, you know, we allow ourselves to change and grow and recognize where we need to change and grow. So that kind of leads me in my, my other thought question, because like you were saying, like, you know, it, it's still, it's still challenging. You still are, you have a young daughter. She, you know, whoo, not, well, not, she's a year old. It's just wild, but it's wild that she's already a year old, but she's, you know, she's, a she's on the move, you know, you, yeah. you're juggling parenting too. You've got a teenager, you've got a, a essentially a, a toddler, you've got a husband. Like, how are you feeling? It seems like you, like, how are do you feel like the transition has been for you personally? Like, how are you feeling as far as balancing everything? And um, because, you know, like we were talking before the we hit recording, um, you know, I looked up your human design and you are a manifesting generator. And so you you are a worker, you know, you, you, you are driven and get so much satisfaction by your work, but you also, um, you know, you have so many ideas coming through. You also have so much within your chart that kind of, you know, speaks about that attention to detail and kind of that perfectionism that, that really is a part of who you are. And it's, and it's a wonderful gift, but I understand, you know, I also know it can, when we have perfectionism, it can also lead to control. So has that come up for you at all with having to like shift and transition learning areas where you maybe have to give up control in this new chapter that you're in? Yeah. So 
I feel like, okay, so Riley was born in October and I started this, you know, small business and end of June is when I announced it. So there was a lot of time there that I wasn't working and I was just doing the mom thing. And, um, you know, obviously I was loving the time being home with her, but I was also starting to really like, feel like I needed something like yeah. you, I, kudos to all the stay at home moms who mm-hmm. don't have like any sort of business or anything to fill their cup because it is hard and yeah. not maybe everybody needs that, but I realized that I did mm-hmm. and I needed to figure out something. I needed to do something like for me almost, even if it was yeah. I don't know, to leave the house for some other part-time job. I don't know. I didn't, at the, mo- at the moment, I was just like, I just need something. I don't mm-hmm. care what it is because I started to kind of get lost. And I know that's a common thing for new moms is just feeling like a loss of identity. Yeah. And just, I don't know. You yeah. just, you just get lost and it's lonely. Okay. Can I just say this too? Is yes. Like, before when I was raising my son, I was, you know, I kind of like had moved back in with my mom. I was young, et cetera, et cetera. And I had never been in this position where, you know, I have my own family and I have my husband and he goes to work. He works really hard. But in the day when you're just at home with your little ones, like it feels lonely. And I'm like, I need something to like fill my cup and honestly, like this does that for me. So whether I'm working on it during her nap, which it can get frustrating to get interrupted. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I can get frustrated if she doesn't take a good nap. Yeah. But then I try to remind myself, like, she's not doing this on purpose. Right. <laughs> so, you know, let's just take a step back. Yeah. Um, but even at nighttime, like, it's just like my time to like mm-hmm. just do something I enjoy. Um, but the transition was like just hard I feel like for me this time around in terms of like being a new mom so I'm so glad like you know my mother-in-law brought this up and like we made it into a reality because honestly I don't know where I'd be if I didn't start this and Mm -hmm. didn't do something for myself to fill my own cup yeah I completely agree and I'm so glad you brought it up I I feel like it's something that's not talked about enough I feel with the like the identity shift that has to happen yeah. when you become a new mom, like, like literally, we it's. I think we just. I I didn't really become aware of it until I became a mother. Just how like life altering it was, in beautiful, amazing ways. But it's life altering. It's changing. Yeah. You have to. Mm-hmm. You now you have to. You like your whole life has to adapt now and accommodate this tiny little person and also the changes that happen in your relationship, the changes that happen within you, you now it's not just you now taking on the responsibility of someone else is such a huge amount of responsibility. And I think it was something that I personally didn't catch until, you know, wait, it's almost too late for me that I, those signs, that frustration and that loneliness, all of those things were actually like signs that I was missing something. I wasn't nurturing myself, giving myself what I needed. So I'm so proud of you for recognizing that loneliness and recognizing that need, that lack of fulfillment that was there because there's nothing wrong with it. Just like we were saying, it's like, you know, every mother has 
her own journey. Every mother is different. And so I think it's, it's wrong to assume or put blame or shame on mothers that do choose to go back to work or do want to start a side hustle or have a passion or get out of the house, whatever they need. Because I think there's this misconception that if that's something you need, that that's somehow selfish or that you don't like being a mom. And I think that's so wrong. And it's so such a, a toxic like message to be putting out there. So I feel like, you know, you, it sounds like you, like, I, I just want to give you, like, give you that recognition that I feel like it's so important that you were able to tune into that and that you, and then like, just to see what, incredible things can come out of it. Cause if you hadn't, then you might, again, yeah, you might not have been open and listening to your mother-in-law recognizing your talent and calling you out on it. And, you know, you have it sparking that idea to start this venture. Yeah. Well, I have to say this whole experience has humbled me in the sense that like I look at things so much different. I almost am so grateful for everything that has led me to this point because it has just made me like really not that I was I don't feel like I was a judgmental person before all of this, but it's easy to judge people. It's so easy. And I think that being on the internet and seeing like all these moms do this or that, um, you know, and just people are rude and mean. They <laughs> Yeah, they can't see you. So that's probably why they feel like entitled to be able to say those things to you yeah. about how you are being a mom or this or that. But mm -hmm. literally has made me so like non judgmental. Like mm -hmm. I'm just like so happy with how I've grown mm -hmm. as a person and how this whole thing has, you know, changed me for the better because I just feel like. A better person for it, I guess. And everybody has their own situation. Everybody is going through different things. And I always, you know, that saying that's like, you never know what someone's going through. So always be kind. I'm not yeah. sure exactly how it goes. Well, mm -hmm. I'd always read that and I'd understand. But now, like, I felt like I understood. But now I truly, truly understand. Like, you really, like, somebody seeing me going to the grocery store, Hot Mess Express, Mom Bun. I don't know, not usually, but, yeah. Yeah, but sometimes I don't know, but like they could be looking at me and thinking to themselves, like, what the heck is like yeah. this girl doing? She is whatever. And have those judgments on me. Yeah. But they have no idea like who I am or what I do when I go home or yeah. how my life is. So it has really helped me in that department. Not that I needed help. I felt like I was pretty non-judgmental, but mm -hmm. it truly has changed mm -hmm. me. Yeah, I I couldn't agree more. I, I feel like the more that I have come into my own and the more I have, like, especially through, like, learning about my human design and just uh, this whole, this past year of just pursuing it, my, pursuing my own journey, pursuing my path, listening to my intuition, the more that I have tuned into myself, I feel so much more love for myself and it's given me so much more love for other people. Yeah. I, I feel like it's made it really hard um, because I can honestly say I, I definitely compared myself to, I was, you know, to a detriment, I compared myself to others. And I feel like it's so common, you know, with mm -hmm. social media, but that's where I think the discernment of, 
and of taking back the responsibility of knowing that we get to choose how we feel and we get to choose um we get to choose our path we don't have to give that power away we get to take that back and by doing so it can really change your perspective like you were saying like it can really allow you to have so much more peace and mm-hmm. in your in your life because you 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 just you're just not recognizing how much of your power you are giving away out, outside of yourself to other people to let them dictate how you feel and your worthiness and i think that's definitely um a huge part of what women struggle with is just putting again yeah putting their worth outside of themselves and 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 allowing other people to dictate how they feel and how successful they are and how good of a mom they are and and it's just yeah i think it also just like makes me feel like so much more free if that makes sense yes yeah which is like so nice Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yes, I yes, I I know we have some like I know people don't know how about our specific friendship, but I love like just that I feel like we both were pursuing the same things in our different way. We both wanted more freedom. We wanted more freedom to live the life that we want. We wanted to be mothers, we wanted to be more from work from more from home. I don't think you and I like when we first met both really knew what that looked like yet like how it was going to work out, but we, but it just, it's so, it's just so um, full circle. It feels to like be here on this call talking about the adventure that you, like we both taken, we both chose to pursue it and we both chose to, um, you know, choose the quote unquote harder path, I guess you could say, because yeah, it would have been, you know, much easier for me to go back to the hospital after Heath was born, it would have been easy for you to go back to, you know, um, your job at ultrasound. And it, it would have been fine. Probably would have been, you know, like it was fine, like but either way, like it's going to be hard. So yeah. I tried to like, think about that too. It was like, okay, maybe me leaving my job and trying to do this from as much at the hospital as I would have at the hospital but also if I go back to my job that there's also going to be hard from that I'm going to be with my kids less um my you know and I said my son really has needed me home so he wouldn't have that there it would be hard coming home from a long day to get dinner ready um get things done around the house like Mm -hmm. there's so much hard that would have came from me going back to my job too so it's like, you know, pros and cons, like mm-hmm. I would rather now that I'm in it, make this work and do what I'm passionate about because I'm truly so like, I get so excited. Like, I feel like an idiot because I'm like, yeah. I get so excited about home decor and furniture and like <laughs> my, like homes and like all of that. So when I'm chatting with other people and I'm getting this excited, I'm like, I feel like they think I'm crazy because I. Mm-hmm. A regular, like an average person doesn't get this excited about home decor. Yeah, <laughs> so I would rather do that. That like fills my cup and fills my soul, exactly. and struggle maybe a little bit financially. All of that. So if I, and I have to throw this out there because if it wasn't for my husband, I wouldn't even 
this wouldn't even be possible. So I feel like if you have the ability to do something that you're passionate about, wholeheartedly believe you should, yes. if you're able, um, and to not let fear hold you back because there's always going to be fear. I feel like with every decision, I mean, you can mm-hmm. stay where you're comfortable, but that's not going to help you grow. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's not going to get you to where you want. Like, I just, I hope this leads me to so many other things. Like I reached out to somebody, there's um a cute little boutique in Victor and I reached out to the owner. She was I just let her know that like, if she needed something to display like yeah. her product and she couldn't find it, what she was looking for to just reach out to me and I can like help her find it and redo it to like make her vision come to life. Literally, I hope the sky's the limit with this and that if anybody wants anything for their home and they can't find it, like maybe online, mm-hmm. then I can customize that for them and find the piece of furniture, you know, maybe on Marketplace or wherever. But then I was like hoping it would kind of lead me into like if somebody's struggling with, you know, staging a certain space in their home or like they don't know what to do with it that they could reach out to me and I could help them with that and just look at their space and be like, you could do this, you could do that and help them pick out things if they're struggling with paint colors or just all the things. Cause I love that stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's really something that I've learned and something I talk about with my clients. This is not always, I think we can get overwhelmed, right? We can get overwhelmed with you. You know, you want this to lead to bigger things. You, you know, kind of, you have the vision, you have the intention of where it is you want to go, but it's just about taking the next best aligned step. So really just, it's about here and now, what is like the next best step, next right step you can take for yourself to get you one step closer to that. So maybe it's, maybe it's, you know, sending an email, maybe it's sending a message, maybe it's, you know, maybe it's giving yourself some rest, right? Whatever it is, because it's all leading you. And I think that's one of the most like powerful things that pieces of advice that I can give that has helped me to get out of that state of like, I'm never going to get there or like, I'm not there yet. And just focusing, getting back to right now and looking at those little those things as wins and seeing that and understanding that it's all working out for you. It's all working for you and that you're going to get there as long as you just can focus on that next right step. And, you know, I, I can even say that, you know, just tuning in, maybe, you know, maybe someone's listening to this right now and they've been feeling called to cut down their hours at work and go part-time or go per diem or whatever that is because they are feeling like they're, you know, being spread too thin or there might be something else they want to pursue, whatever, right? Maybe they've just been ignoring, um, ignoring those feelings and getting caught up with pressures and all that stuff. It's about trusting that it's as long as you can trust yourself and follow yourself, that it is all going to work out for you. And like yeah. you said, it's going to be hard either way, but what hard are you picking? Are you picking? And, and I, sorry, go ahead. no, you <laughs> well, I wanted to talk about, I know that one of the incredible things that this has led you to was I know that you're actually working with a nonprofit. Is that right? That you inter- met um, uh, someone in our community that's doing, forget what you said, um, yeah, you're yeah. doing a piece. 
Yeah, so I am working on a custom dresser right now, so I'm not doing it like currently, but it's going to be my next project. So I am so excited about this. Um, mm -hmm. His name's Jim, and he's the one who bought the most, like the last dresser I sold, which was like an apothecary style dresser. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't even live in this area. He lives in Skinny Atlas, actually. Mm -hmm. But um, I met him when he came to pick it up, and he reached out to me because he said that he was starting a nonprofit and just kind of basically telling me all about it and saying how he wanted to collaborate. And so I'm so excited because basically what his mission is, is that he feels like with everything going on in the world and, you know, between, I don't know, there's just so much yeah. right now and politics and just literally all the things I feel like our world is like going crazy. Mm -hmm. uh, so he just wants to spread kindness and he just truly believes to like a ripple effect, which I do too. I, I think most people do like when you do something kind, it makes them want to do something kind and sure. so forth. So um, the nonprofit's called randomly kind. And mm -hmm. I know that he just started his Instagram. So you guys mm -hmm. should go follow him just to like see what he does and what he has in store. Mm -hmm. But basically he wanted me to find somebody in the community who is really kind and has done, you know, nice things for others or just somebody who just is really like deserving of something kind and said that, you know, I could pick and then we would just redo the piece and deliver it to them. Um, so I'm really excited because I have a couple people in mind and then I was going to touch base with Jim after this dresser and just see where it goes, but I'm, oh, that's amazing. I know he said it like they're, nonprofit has already done like some things for people. Yeah. I don't know exactly what, cause we didn't get into that, but I hope to do more stuff with him in the future because it like fills my, my cup too, just to like do nice things for others. And Absolutely. yeah, when he was talking, he felt, he seemed like so passionate about it. Like I wanted to cry. I was like, Oh my God, this is like so sweet. And I was so glad I can be a part of it. I'm so yeah. excited. That's amazing, Rachel. And I think yeah. it is, a again, such a perfect, perfect example of like the, the rewards, the gifts that come, you know, from you following your true self and, mm -hmm. and not, not just leaning into fear. And um, I just love that for you. That's so exciting. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I almost just like, I think I inhaled my spit. <laughs> but I know we are kind of approaching the time. Um, but I wanted to, how can, how can people get more um, in touch with you? If people want to look you up, connect, look at the stuff that you've done, how, where can they find you and what's the best way to get in contact with you? So I have my Instagram page, which I feel like is where I am mostly. Um, and that's the Lost Furniture Co. And then I started a Facebook page, like a Facebook business page. So I do, I usually post things for sale um, or things that I've done on Instagram first. And then if they don't get snatched up within like 12 hours, I'm usually posting it on Facebook. But um, otherwise, I was going to, I don't know possibly make an Etsy shop, but that's getting into a hole. Like you said, like that's something I want to do in the future. Yeah. Um, so I don't have that currently. So really just Facebook and Instagram and just message me. Like I would love to work with anybody who has a vision for something they want in their home. Um, and it could literally be anything 
and I will make it happen. I love Pinterest because you can kind of like, if somebody's looking for something, but they don't know quite what it is, you can kind of find some inspiration pictures on there and kind of, it helps you work with people just to try and figure out exactly what it is they're looking for. Yeah. But I love it. You have such an eye. I actually like, I can attest that whenever in doubt, I would send Rachel a picture (laughs) of my room or whatever it is I'm like needing help with. And oh my gosh, you have such a vision. Oh, I love it. So for um, people listening, does it, it, are you um, mostly just working with like local right now? Or are you able, if someone's not local, is it still worth, um, like, is that still possible? Is that possible? Like, how's that work? So that's the thing that I'm kind of trying to figure out. I know other people kind of ship mm. through the United States. I have no idea how that works <laughs> or how yeah. I go about that. Yeah. I had someone reach out to me who is in Ohio. And then when she found yeah. out I was like where I was, she was like, okay. She's like, well, thank you anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, locally and, you know, I'm definitely willing to deliver. Unfortunately, like if it's too far, you know, yeah, an, an extra charge, but yeah. <laughs> I still have to figure all that out. So yeah. right now, just local. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. It totally makes sense. And yeah, it sounds like, you know, there's possibilities there anyway, with depending on what you're looking for. I mean, yeah. I, my husband has driven to many states for, <laughs> for different things. <laughs> so. yeah. I feel like if you're really in love with something, like absolutely, it would be worth it. Absolutely. Yeah. It all, I think it all depends on the piece and all depends on the person and yeah, all of that jazz. So Rachel, this was so much fun. I feel like we could literally talk for, I know we could keep talking and I know there's so much we could cover, but mom life. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. So I think Riley's still napping, which is like insane. So any, any minute I feel like she'll wake up. But yeah. Well, I want to thank you so much for doing this, for hopping on here and having this conversation with me. I'm so proud of you. You're amazing. And I just, I just love you. So thank you. And I just want to say before we get off, like if you're passionate about something, follow that because honestly, <laughs> like, I just feel like you're not passionate about something for no reason. Like, I feel yeah. like you hear that all the time, right? Like no, if you're yeah. passionate about something that much, like it must mean something. So do whatever you need to do to follow it. Don't let fear take over. 1000%. If it's there for you, it's meant for you. Like if it's coming up for you, uh, Rachel. Yes, Yes. absolutely. If it's there for you, it's meant for you. You need to like do, do yourself a favor. Next right step, follow it and see where it guides you and see where it takes you because I'm sure it's going to take you somewhere so much better than you could have ever imagined. So with that, Rich, we'll talk later. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening into today's episode. Make sure before you go to head to the show notes and snag my free Empowered Mama Meditation Bundle. And if this episode resonated with you, I would be so grateful if you would take a screenshot of this episode or leave me a review and tag me on Instagram. This way, I can personally say thank you for helping me get this message out there. And as a special gift, I would love to send you a code for 30% off a human design reading with me. Until next time, Mama, keep pursuing the life you truly crave.